Welcome to Bible News Press. Our goal is to discuss biblical faith beyond cliches and buzzwords, whether such words are religious or political. Sometimes we sit around the table and fellowship. Sometimes we do a little time travel. It is all part of our journey with our Abba Father, who has given us the key to life. We do it with Jesus, and we do it together. Welcome. Hello, I'm Laura. I will be reading 1 Samuel chapter 31 from the World English Bible. Now the Philistines fought against Israel, and the men of Israel fled from before the Philistines and fell down slain on Mount Gilboa. The Philistines overtook Saul and on his sons, and the Philistines killed Jonathan, Abinadab, and Malchishua, the sons of Saul. The battle went hard against Saul, and the archers overtook him, and he was greatly distressed by reason of the archers. Then Saul said to his armor-bearer, Draw your sword and thrust me through with it, lest these uncircumcised come and thrust me through and abuse me. But his armor-bearer would not, for he was terrified. Therefore Saul took his sword and fell on it. When his armor-bearer saw that Saul was dead, he likewise fell on his sword and died with him. So Saul died, and his three sons and his armor-bearer, and all his men that same day together. When the men of Israel who were on the other side of the valley and those who were beyond the Jordan saw that the men of Israel fled and that Saul and his sons were dead, they abandoned the cities and fled, and the Philistines came and lived in them. On the next day, when the Philistines came to strip the slain, they found Saul and his three sons fallen on Mount Gilboa. They cut off his head, stripped off his armor, and sent into the land of the Philistines all around to carry the news to the house of their idols and to the people. They put his armor in the house of the Ashtaroth, and they fastened his body to the wall of Bethshan. When the inhabitants of Jabesh-Gilead heard what the Philistines had done to Saul, all the valiant men arose, went all night, and took the body of Saul and the bodies of his sons from the wall of Bethshan, and they came to Jabesh and burned them there. They took their bones and buried them under the tamarisk tree in Jabesh and fasted seven days. That is the end of 1 Samuel chapter 31. So here we see that what the dead Samuel told Saul would happen, happened the very next day. And all of Israel also suffered because of their king's ungodly choices. Notice in verse 1, it says that they were slain in Gilboa. And if you look back at chapter 28, verse 4, you see that's their very own camp. This was a very great slaughter. Let's talk a moment about Saul and his armor bearer committing suicide. In David Guzik's commentary on this chapter in the Blue Letter Bible, he quotes someone that says this doesn't strictly fit the description of suicide because Saul was already mortally wounded. Now, it is true, and you can see this particularly in the New King James Version, where it says the archers hit Saul and he was severely wounded. To take the attitude that he was justified or it was somehow okay for him to then take the final act toward his death, I believe is a very steep and slippery slope to the uh, idea that euthanasia is okay. We are forbidden clearly throughout the Bible to decide on our own wisdom or desire to kill a man, a human, a person. 
uh, this is obviously apart from clear law where there is supposed to be justice carried out, but just we're not supposed to just do it arbitrarily or because we decide we want to. And this would include ourselves. We should trust the time and manner of our death to the God who gave us life. Saul choosing to end his life is like a final statement, final evidence that he does not trust God. I say this as someone who has been with several people that are very close to me as they have died, and as a nurse who has helped uh, take care of people as they are dying. And I have seen people get healed of things they didn't expect to get healed from. One thing I am not doing is I am not making a declaration about suicide and salvation. While I think suicide is completely wrong and harmful, I think God alone knows the heart of each person, and he has forgiven murderers, like when David is going to kill Uriah the Hittite by proxy. Only God knows if a person who has committed suicide had truly repented and trusted in salvation, which washes away all of our sin. So if someone does this in desperation and a moment of carelessness and they are truly one of God's children, then I think he would forgive them. But I also think that suicide on the whole is a sign that people don't trust God. And either way, it's wrong. Now, it says that Saul wanted his armor bearer to kill him because he was afraid of abuse by the Philistines. Um, it's not completely clear if he was afraid of torture or the abuse that they obviously did to his body anyway. So him killing himself did not uh, make that not happen. If you will recall, David was at one time Saul's armor bearer and would very likely still have been Saul's armor bearer if Saul hadn't chased him away. This alone could have saved Saul. But to the end, Saul could have repented and truly sought God. Everything, however, indicates that what Saul wanted was worldly glory and honor, that these were more important to him. But those vanish at death. That's all for today. Thanks for listening. That is the Bible News Press segment for today, but not the end of our journey. 